0: essential npcs the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop rpgs i'm Addie, and i'm tommy and you're listening to series seven episode 10 home is where the heart is and let's start it off with some announcements as some of you may remember, if you've listened to last week's episode, we're in the process of doing a giveaway. Giveaway! Uh, we're giving away uh, a 7th seat book of your choice. Uh, could be the core book, could be any of the many, many splat books. Um, and all you have to do uh, is enter before the giveaway ends this Monday, March 19th at midnight to enter tweet or tag at essential NPCs. Let us know what your favorite series seven moment is so far. And then listen next week for the winners.
1: We'll announce the winner in words with the GM of next week's episode. And, uh, whatever book you choose to have shipped to you will be signed by the cast
0: uh and our second announcement we announced this last week but i wanted to give you guys a reminder uh that we have a patreon uh if you love our podcast and would like to support us uh throw us a couple bucks a month uh go to patreon.com slash essential npcs we have all new reward levels for you guys to uh pick and choose from and i think there are some pretty cool rewards there uh and, uh, you might be able to get some exclusive content, uh, which I'm really excited to provide to you guys.
1: And with that, I think it's time for us to move into words with the GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hi. This words with the GM Hi. is about <laughs> series seven, episode nine, black ice, uh, black ice, um, a very fun episode, uh, mostly combat, uh, which was really fun. Uh, we also, as pl- as players, we had taken some time prior to the episode uh, to discuss. A uh, like plan of action, which we named the Black Ice Maneuver, hence the name of the episode. Um, uh, but we've already talked pretty extensively about combat uh, in Seven C, and then also just you know any tricks that could be put into that kind of situation. The the episode was pretty straightforward. So in this words with the GM, we decided to share a question that we got in our email.
0: So. Rick asks, hey, Essential NPCs, I've been running a home game for a couple of sessions now, and one of my players asked if they could use an advantage they found from a list on some forums. It doesn't seem overpowered, but I'm afraid I'm just not seeing it. How do you guys decide when to let stuff into your games? Um, And this is a really good question because it's something that I find happens all the time. People are like, I want to have the coolest character possible. I'm going to see what's out there. They Google it. They find a page that's either like a homebrew or um, something like that. And they're, they find something that they feel like jives with their character. Um, and then they bring it to the GM. And as the GM, you're like, oh, boy. I don't know if this is going to break the game, but let's give it a try. (laughs) Or, nah, bro, this is way too powerful. Um, But if you're on the side of, I'm not sure how this is going to affect my game, there's a couple of ways that you can deal with it. Um, The first thing is, regardless of whether I think it's going to be overpowered or not, I always, 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 when somebody brings something unproven or outside the system into my game, I always tell them that I reserve the right to like pull it from their character and refund their XP uh, because something may seem like pretty benign when you're reading it on the page. And then it's either like really apropos or uh, combos with something that you didn't really see that the character had or remember that the character had and it just like breaks uh, every combat or every social situation or the group dynamic or something, uh, so I always tell them, "Yeah, we're going to try it out. If it ends up being too powerful, I'm going to like ask you to, you know, not have it anymore."
1: And also, it's all about using your own judgment as to whether or not you want to even try letting it into your game. There's no shame in telling a player, "No, I just want to use the stuff from the books." There's been even times I've run campaigns and a, an official source book has come out for the game, and I've not necessarily liked some of it or all of it. And I've been like, you know what? That book is not going to be legal at my table or parts of that book. I'm going to veto, um, and only allow some of it in, uh, cause the more and more you expand on RPG rules, the more chance there is for like, some of the mechanics to start falling apart.
0: It's really for you as a GM, whether you're comfortable adding new and different stuff into your, uh, into your game and at your table. Uh, and like Tommy said, there's absolutely no shame in it. Um, but if you do let, uh, the new stuff into your game, the other thing that I always say is if you, Take a thing or if I let you use this, um, then anything you take is fair game for me as well. So like if they want something really powerful, they're like, oh, man, can we have this magic item? I'm like, sure. You know, I get to have the magic item, too. Right. (laughs) And then they're usually like, oh, maybe not. I don't want that used against me. Um, And I found that uh, that's a really good way to suss out how important it is to your players to have the thing that they, they're they bringing uh, to you and asking you to, to include at your table. Whatever whatever gets put into the
1: game can be used by the good guys and the bad guys.
0: So it's it's pretty straightforward. It all comes down to uh, what you're comfortable with at your table and uh, how much leeway you want to give your players um, with potentially very powerful things.
1: Yeah, and you can always test it out and then decide it's broken and pull it away later. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> But let's move forward into favorite moments. Tommy, what was yours?
1: Uh, I was already going into this fight pretty wounded from uh, the duel I had with the crew members of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. And heroically, uh, Captain Kirill jumped in to fight captain versus captain, and um, which was super cool. And I loved it narratively. I also loved uh, uh, the fact that, like, Goodbrand had the ability to, like, pull Bastion from a, from a fight that he should pull away from. And uh, because of all the narrative elements, I decided to go with it and, like, make Bastion pull and do the necessary, like, hey, we got to get the crew off, off the ship. They're all injured, that kind of thing, and leave Captain Kirill to finish off the enemy captain. But mechanically, I was super worried about it as a player. I was like, am I making the wrong decision? Because a duelist versus a non duelist, like there's no contest as far as the mechanics are concerned. A duelist has just so much more efficiency in how they can spend their raises to deal wounds that like someone who's spending raises to uh, someone who's spending raises in a fight who's not a duelist is just going to get like trounced in a one on one fight. And I was really, really worried that I was leaving Nick behind to die by doing this. And that he was going to try to do this heroic thing and then get screwed. And then uh, Nick revealed his beautiful genius plan where uh, he jumps down, he gets hit by the captain and uh, he takes the wounds and spends a hero point to activate his advantage wrecking ball, which lets you break down a door or a barrier or basically destroy an object uh, with your pure strength. And he says, you know, I catch the sword in my hand, taking the wounds and I shatter it. And you can't really do duelist maneuvers without a weapon. So (laughs) I was like, so thrilled with that because not only was it the coolest, like most badass thing Kirill could do in that moment that like kind of like adds to the legend of captain Kirill, but it also like took this big weight off my shoulders as a player being like, sweet, I don't need to worry about Nick's character anymore. He's got this shit handled. I can go do the flavorful thing as opposed, as opposed to the optimal play of fighting duelist versus duelist. So that was my favorite moment. What about you? What was your favorite part?
0: Uh, well, you touched on it a little bit with your favorite part. Um, I really loved Goopbrand, a.k.a. Seth's um, really clutch use of sorcery. The Galdor magic is really kind of finicky and, and situational, and I had never really thought that he would use it this way, but basically giving the, like, the option, like get back on this ship right now kind of thing and dole out hero points in in a situation that really there wasn't another way to give them out uh, was really very important to, to allow both fighters to save the crew and enact like a really great scene that that felt epic and i just like really appreciated that 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 subtle work that seth was doing that may not have stuck out as like the most important thing but as a gm i was like what that's <laughs> so smart um and i just i still remember feeling that uh and so that's my favorite moment from this episode
1: i like that it added the concept that uh you know Bastien will never step down from a fight unless good brand tells him to <laughs> and then it's like okay well good making it like i'll listen to Goodbrand, but no one else can make me back down from a fight and now with the pirate ship well taken care of uh we can continue our journey to Odyssea, so that bastion can participate in the festival of swords uh which i'm super excited about uh so i think it's time that we move on in and listen to series seven episode 10 home is where the heart is
0: Enjoy!
1: I am Bastian Corazon. I hail from the Castilian city of Odyssea, home of the duelist tournament known as the Festival of Swords. Watching swordmasters all over the world compete inspired me at a very young age to take up the blade. Once I was old enough, I joined the Explorer Society as a means to travel to Avalon and study under the masters of the Scaldas Clisa style. However, earning entry to the duelist guild was not enough for me. I have spent nearly two decades since traveling the world, testing my blade against masters and villains alike. Most recently, I have found myself aboard a pirate ship, accompanying a man I consider a brother, Goodbrand Strandbella, on his journey to Numa to uncover lost artifacts. One day I hope to truly master the way of this sword, unlock its secrets, and eventually settle down and found a duelist academy to teach a style of my own making. Until then, I will continue to travel the world and learn what I can the way I know best. Crossing blades with skilled duelists, brave enough to face me.
2: Good
3: friend, Strandveller, and it is very good to meet you. Please don't be too alarmed from my appearance. I am a skald, vala, a keeper of runes, a finder of lore, a protector of the legacy of Vestan Manavanyar. This may seem like a lofty title, but I promise modern Vestans appreciate far more the achievements of their fighters and their merchants. With the founder of a notable merchant's guild for a father and a mother whose dueling skills are renowned across Theia, I have quite a bit to live up to. Nothing made this more clear than my parents' obvious adoration of Bastian. Today I call him brother, but when my mother first took him into our home for training, I admit my jealousy of his easy demeanor and obvious skill with the weapon. It was this skill that cemented us as a team, working for our respective societies. For the first time, he has taken me away from my home country, on a path that may lead me to the fabled... Thirteenth Rune And with it The immortality of my name
4: Ahoy! I am Captain Kirotik Ventimovic Strongest man in there <laughs> You'll believe <laughs> Maybe strongest Who is to say? My past is unimportant. Now I am captain of the iceberg. She is a very good vessel, silent as the grave, and sturdy enough to sail in dangerous waters others won't follow. Excellent for smuggling. I make a certain modifications myself after I steal her from Atabian Trading Company, are not Kirill's biggest fans. About two years ago, I am finding Stowaway. Uh, who is nephew of Vodachi Merchant Prince, a man who hires me to smuggle relics? The boy is young, but sharp as tattoo needle. He pays Kirill well to pocket artifacts he likes before they are reaching Uncle, and so we are in business. However, coin is not enough. Everyone I am allowed to sailing on the iceberg has their uses. <laughs>
2: Matteo di Caligari, at your service. You may have heard of me. Certainly my uncle is a merchant prince of Wodachi, but I am constructing a legacy of my own as a renowned archaeologist for the Explorer's Society. Ever since I was a boy, I have loved to watch my uncle's smugglers deliver ancient artifacts from all over the world. As I matured, I loved even more to skim a few off the top for my own personal study. At thirteen, my uncle took notice of my mental, if not material, acquisitiveness, and sent me to university and lyceum in Castile, from which I graduated in a prodigious two years, making only minimal enemies in the process. After the completion of my studies, instead of returning home on Capitano Kirill's vessel, I stowed away to sail straight to the source of my desires, the occult ruins of the mysterious Sirmeth. By age sixteen, our mutually profitable arrangement brought us to Vestin Menavinar, where the Explorer Society connected us with the duelist Bastian, the Vala Skald Gudbrand, and a lead that would change the course of our fates forever.
0: When we last left our heroes, they had just sunk a pirate ship that had attacked them, but not before um, they had lost two of their loyal official cabin people, um, Lockham and Grep, to a pirate of mysterious origin, Uh, his captain also disappearing uh, towards the end of the fight, having been hurt. Um, And also, they collected booty, as they say, um, many a box uh, and crate of um, exotic animals and one cat. <laughs> they uh, made ship repairs and have healed quite a bit as they move their way towards Odyssea. Uh,
1: Kubran, do you know how to tend to these animals? Uh, I can certainly try. I mean,
3: I know how to trap them, how to hunt them. How can taking care of them be all that different? <laughs> uh, and so the, how, how many animals do we have now on the ship?
0: Uh, there are five animals on the ship, including the cat.
3: Are any of them of Vestan origin?
0: There is a strange lizard-type animal. Um, There is a pair of uh, wolves and a beautiful green and blue bird.
3: Um, I take some salt cod down to the hold, and uh, I push it through the holes in the cages to see which animal will eat some of it.
0: The lizard eats it. The bird won't eat it. And the wolves try it but don't really like it. Uh,
3: I, I leave whatever is left of the salt cod in with the lizard and I, I go off uh, in search of different kinds of food to try and get these animals to eat.
0: Okay, after a while you figure out that you need meat for the wolves. And Ooh, high-class wolves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, the bird will eat bread. It will also eat like seeds, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, and I crumble some of my broken Galder bread and then sprinkle it into the bird's cage and uh, start just chirping and conversating with it.
0: <laughs> it seems to enjoy it.
3: Pretty parrot, pretty
0: parrot, very pretty. It's unlike any par- par- parrot you've ever seen. Uh,
2: I am uh, I am down in the the cargo bay uh, acting, I guess as. Um, quartermaster uh, taking a manifest of what we have acquired. I oh. will hand the manifest to Captain Kirill with convenient um, approximate prices for each uh, each of these things to the best of my ability and um, I will return to my quarters to uh, continue deciphering that ledger that I was working on of Empoise's. Good work. Thank you,
4: Matteo. Uh, nothing here I would take back to Vodacci, but this should make us pretty penny when we land in Castile of course, whatever I can do to help capitano
0: Bastian uh what are you doing on this trip? The rest um, of the trip
1: I imagine I am in the uh, in the doctor 's quarters with the re- with most of the rest of the crew, as I was significantly injured during the <laughs> during the uh the fight with the pirates I'm going to try and uh uh, focus on getting better quickly, so that I may perform to the best of my abilities uh, once we get to Odysia.
0: Okay, uh, certainly not stimulating being in the uh, being confined to quarters. There isn't enough room for everyone in the uh, in the surgery. So uh, you having a room of your own are kept there. Um, there's books and stuff, but really, there's not a whole lot that necessarily interests you uh, as you. Love activity,
1: yes, this might be the hardest thing I've ever
0: done, <laughs> <laughs> so Mateo, you um finally slog your way through the rest of the ledger. Some of the code names uh still haven't been solved, um, and you think they're probably simply in Amboise's uh head who they are. they seem to be the more recent ones. But one name uh, does seem to appear rather frequently, and it's actually a name that you've heard of before. Uh, It is uh, Marcel Nisois, who is the head of the university.
2: At Odysseus? In Odysseus. And what was he buying or selling?
0: Random artifacts, mostly uh, things of historical significance. Um, Certainly nothing Cerneth. And as time has gone on, more and more expensive things uh, for relatively the same price every time.
2: Interesting. So increasingly exotic and expensive things, but just a flat rate?
0: Yeah. With here or there, like it might be like 25 gold, 27 gold, 30 gold, 22 gold. But generally things that are towards the end of the book, nigh on priceless, um, or irreplaceable, are still m- well marked below their value.
2: Well, I will share this, of course, with the the rest of the crew here. Um, but uh, I will be thinking on this puzzle uh, while we uh, travel into Odyssea. Maybe I will pay the university a visit.
0: Is there anything else anyone would like to accomplish before we land in Odyssea? Uh,
4: is there enough time left to go that... Most of the injured crew can recover enough to uh, sail ship, so Captain Kiro can recover a little.
0: Ah, uh, yes. With uh, Brenna surprisingly at the lead, with um, the clever uh, aid of Ulf, Anna, and Abe, uh, they're able to make up for a lot of the crew taking uh, double watches for quite some time uh, while you heal.
4: Uh, I promote Brenna to midshipman.
0: She's very thankful. Though mourning the loss of Lockham and Grep a little bit harder than most. So the ship arrives in Odyssea. There's actually sort of a line uh, for ships landing uh, here. It seems the world is converging on Odyssea this this week.
1: As we approach, I have uh, definitely left my quarters so I could uh, wash uh, the shoreline approach. Um, and I will point uh, to whoever is with me. Uh, I will point up towards the, uh, the castle on the cliff, which is known as the castle on the cliff. Uh, and uh, it is, uh, that is where the festival takes place. It is uh, a castle that is usually ignored and non-magnificent in any way uh, for most of the year and then for five days is the center of the world That is very impressive, Bastian I'm very glad that you are finally able to see my home
3: yeah, You've been waiting for so long uh, You have introduced me a little bit to your
1: culture and now it's just good to see uh, where it all comes from And uh, I just breathe in the air and uh, eagerly await In line we should have gotten here earlier.
4: <laughs> the festival so, starts tomorrow, yes? Uh
1: yes. Then for today you are a sailor. Yes, Capitan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah. So uh it takes you you actually are allowed to dock um l- late into the night, um as uh the uh Dockside crew seem to be working tirelessly in order to uh, turn ships around um, fast enough that they can unload their cargo and their wares and their passengers uh, mooring just hundreds of ships uh, out in the bay under the cliff. There are giant uh, cauldrons filled with flames, like open lighthouses, uh, so that uh, the shipmen can work through the night, as well as the ships can sail in safely to port uh, t- to unload.
2: Back to the old college town, oh. as i petting the cat who I have bonded a little bit with uh, <laughs> on the journey here. Well, be, well, be, where do you go? Well, be, oh, Matteo. Oh, I yes, uh, is that his name? He named for friend. Well, it is a good name for a cat. Uh, he has sometimes uh, uh, come to my quarters and uh, lie down on my notes while I was trying to <laughs> decipher this ledger. And uh, well, since then we have become the best of friends.
4: Uh, with both hands, I ruffle Cat's hair and Mateo's hair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See that he is fed. Yes, Capitano. I will definitely be making a stop at the university probably tomorrow morning. Uh, are, we, are, we confi- are we confined to the
1: castle there for the duration of the festival? Oh, or? no, 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 not at all. Uh, we, we, can, uh, we may need to get a few rooms in the inn, um, uh, but uh, I know exactly which inn to go to.
2: Well, I actually have tenure at the university here. Uh, I might stay there.
1: Of course. Yeah, no, we do not have to stay in the, uh, in the castle. Uh, that is just where the tournament is held. Uh, and for the first couple days of the festival, there is actually no dueling. Uh, the wine shops will be open tomorrow nearby the castle, and uh, duelists will go there to boast and uh, provoke each other so that uh, it may be more entertaining when they fight in the following days. Uh, day two I am particularly interested in because that is the day when all of the expert swordsmen and expert sword makers... Pedal their wares, as it were. Uh, and that is where I'm hoping to find an Isen Swordmaster. Uh, and then, of course, day three is when the duels begin. How exciting. You, you seem parched. I grab Mateo's uh, shoulder. Ah, <laughs> And I, I do believe uh, uh, before you go uh, to the university to secure your room, I would love to take you to this inn. Uh, it is my favorite inn in town. And I would love for the three of you to see it.
2: Well, it would be rude to refuse, of course. It would,
0: yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I could go for a drink or two as I uh, take a look at your work on this ledger.
1: Do they have tiny coffees? Uh Odysseus is a home of of imports and exports of all kinds. I do not recall there being tiny coffees uh, when I lived here before, (laughs) but perhaps they have reached the shores of Castile by now. Yeah, let's let's find out.
0: So you take them to uh, La Taberna... Tierra
1: y Mar. Here it is, Tierra y Mar. Uh, come, 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 and I, uh, I guide them into, uh, into the, uh, the the inn. The bottom floor of the inn is a very large uh, tavern. Uh, while while big, uh, it is it is not overly extravagant in its um, uh, in its decor. It is not uh, what you would consider. Uh, a high-class establishment, but you certainly would not consider it a low-class establishment. It is—it is right there in the middle. Uh, this is where you can find people from all walks of life, and I—I uh, I lead them into—I uh, lead them to a booth, and I sit down and I wait uh, for a server to come our way. As I do, I think I—I I look over to the uh, to the uh, the innkeep behind the bar, and I grin and tip my hat.
0: He. Uh- Raises his hand in a wave and uh, disappears for a moment. It doesn't take very long for uh, a woman to come rushing out uh, to your table. She is dressed like she works there, but uh, isn't caring about that table that's trying to hail her at the moment uh, as she rushes over. And um, she's she's a... Small woman, but somehow she uh, plucks you up out of your seat, Bastian, and, and uh, hugs you and kisses your face and says, Mi hijo, I've been waiting for you. And then eventually, like, lets you go. Let me see you. And she pu- pushes you back a little bit.
1: I go, Mama, Mama, please, please. I, I want to introduce you to my friends. It is great to see you. Uh, and I turn to the, uh, my three compatriots.
2: A pleasure, of course. You remind me of my own mother.
1: This is uh, Matteo de Caligari. This is Capitan Kiro Tikvan Timovic. Uh, and uh, this man here, and I uh, I actually do uh, pull Goodbrand to his feet. <laughs> uh, he towers over my mother. <laughs> uh, and I, I say, this man here, I have written you about. This is Goodbrand I uh, the Vestin uh, man who uh, I've Uh, known for the past three years
3: you must be catalina corazon i have heard so very much about you and i'm very pleased to meet you
0: as if you were my own son she reaches up barely touching your face and pulls it down to her so she can kiss you on the other side of your (laughs)
4: face bastion is a capable fighter you must be very proud
0: i cannot wait to watch him in the tournament this year I, uh, his his father and I always, always watch. We never miss it.
2: And neither does he, apparently.
0: No, of course not. Not since he was a little child.
2: Well, he
3: has learned some very impressive moves. I am excited for you to see him fight this year.
0: You must watch with us.
1: Absolutely. I am
0: sure you are going to win this year, my love.
1: Ah, we will see. We will see. I am extra motivated this year. That is for sure. I. Mother, if, if, you, uh, if you would, uh, Matteo is on a short schedule. Uh, he, uh, I, want, I did promise him one drink. Uh, and then uh, if, uh, if Marco uh, will permit it, uh, I would love to have you join uh, uh, the Capitan and Goodbrand and I for at least a couple of drinks, maybe some food.
0: Of course, you used to work here. Go, go uh, get your friends some drinks. I will uh, finish uh, my time a little early, and we will uh, we will uh, spend some time together. Are you staying at home?
1: Of course, of course. There's uh, we do not need to worry. Uh, I figure we get rooms for uh, at least the capitán. Uh, Mateo is going to be sleeping at the university. It would seem.
2: Uh, yes, uh, but I will stay for dinner. I think.
0: Well uh your friends of course are welcome to stay in our apartment uh of course uh we will we will uh, roll out um uh, beds for them if they need it of course your bed has been ready for a week i did not know when you're returning
1: i cut it close this time
0: yes quite i was i was start starting to worry a little bit i'm so happy you're here um uh, I must uh, go quickly, but I will do not go anywhere, any of you, before we, we dine together.
1: And I, I walk behind the bar <laughs> and uh, grab some drinks for my friends and, uh, uh, yes, possibly an appetizer or two from the kitchen.
0: <laughs> uh, you've worked here since you were a small kid, so nobody really stops you as you walk behind.
1: Uh, Yeah, I probably have to say hello to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Hey,
0: Marco. (laughs) (laughs) Hola. So you have dinner with your mom. Uh, Shortly, your dad shows up and much of the same scene happens again.
1: (laughs) Uh, This is my, my father, Bartolome Corazon, and I introduce him to everybody.
3: Bartolo, I have heard so very much about you. I am very pleased to meet you.
0: He's equally as pleased and offers to help carry your things back to their apartment for a tapas and drinks and and a late night gathering uh, as long as you will stay.
2: Mateo, taken with this uh, joyous family gathering, decides to forego the university for tonight and (laughs) join everyone at this small apartment.
1: (laughs) It is a small apartment. <laughs> <It's> very tiny. <laughs> uh
0: so the living space is um open. Um but there's enough room for Kirill and and Gutbrand and uh Mateo to sleep in the in the common area on like rolled out beds. Um and there's a uh, next to the kitchen uh and a, a little table. Um, and then there's, a uh, one small bedroom, um, where, uh, Bastion is welcome to sleep as it is his childhood room. Uh, and then also, uh, one small bedroom, um, for his parents. It's not in a great part of town, but it's not a bad part of town. It's in an, it's in an average part of town. <laughs>
1: Easy be cramped. I'm sorry.
0: They're the sweetest people <laughs> alive.
4: Your parents are
1: wonderful. I, yes, I am lucky uh, in that.
3: I've never seen the family be so
2: warm and loving to one another. I think it's very strange. <laughs> really? I i mean, I am in the same boat with you, but Goodbrand, you always seem like, well, I know your father, but... Uh, my my mother is a sweet soul, but in the Vest,
3: Vestin culture, there's uh, still a bit of ice around her heart, you know?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, for you, maybe. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ju- Excuse me. I didn't, I just, it's nothing. It says the person who
3: hugged his uncle for the first time very recently. Uh, that was not the first time, it was just
4: the worst time. <laughs> Bastian, do they not uh, worry that your chosen profession is so dangerous?
1: No, I mean, of course they, they worry, um, but uh, I, have, I have been practicing with the sword they, uh, since I was old enough to hold a stick, and uh, uh, they are incredibly supportive and loving people. I'm, I am lucky. Uh, also, they may not know 100% everything I do. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that is the
2: key with parents. That much I know.
1: I, like, I did not mention the ghost, for instance, in the Hiemara. <laughs> sure. What about the skeletons? I did mention the skeletons. I mentioned the tomb. I, I write them frequently. <gasps> That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the runs out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and goes to uh, mail his letter, along with, if there was anything in our booty that I could send to my mother as a gift, uh, I will enclose that as well.
0: Uh, There was a a nice necklace that you you thought uh, it was like a jade necklace and you thought it was very pretty.
2: Ah, yes. Then I will send that to her as well, along with my letter. Uh, Two letters, actually. Uh, Two updates from uh, uh, while we were on the water.
0: Excellent. Uh, So everybody bunks at Casa de Corazon um, for the night.
1: I apologize my father wakes up extremely early before the sun rises. He is a street cleaner uh and he must uh he must clean the streets before they get too crowded especially in the f- during the festival.
2: Easiest week of the year.
0: He actually uh doesn't uh these are the the 3rd, 4th and 5th days of, the, of uh, the festival, he never works.
1: They don't even try to clean the streets at that point. It's just, it's a futile effort. Oh. There's no reason to even attempt.
4: Blood everywhere. Perhaps by now he has tenure, chooses his ships.
0: Uh, so the next morning comes, uh, and uh, the bells toll at dawn, signaling the first day of the festival. Bong, 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 And they go on for a, a while.
2: Uh, The first day of the Festival of Swords, a perfect day to go to the library.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, as we are all getting ready, I, of course, um, uh, I have left my sword at home. Uh, The dueling is absolutely forbidden on the first two days of the festival, and I don't want to have the option. (laughs) So I leave my sword at home. Uh, And anyone who wants to come with me, I am going to go and uh, drink at the wineries uh, nearby the Castle on the Cliff and uh, uh, see who I uh, I can ruffle the feathers of before the duels start. This sounds like a fun time. Kiro will come.
3: Uh Gutrend will certainly join you later but he has business within the city before then. Uh Gutrend is going to look for a a blacksmith I suppose would be the best thing f- to make a uh, a new tin for making his light golder. Uh
0: sure. Um
3: Um I I would guess that uh, Bastion would know uh a good one uh that oh, yes. Not only works with weapons, but also household items, and I would ask for his recommendation.
1: Yes, of course, I will recommend him to the one who makes all the cast iron for the inn.
0: It's uh, on the river, like most of the smithies actually are, um, and uh, you can easily find this. Um, and with uh, a little bit of coin and a little bit of persuading, um, they will let you hammer out your uh, galder pan yourself. Ah. Excellent.
3: Yes, it's much better than uh, handing over a design and uh, having them perhaps
0: mess it up. That's what you say, and it convinces them. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, it takes you the better part of the morning to get uh, to the river, which is on the outskirts of the city, um, and then actually make your tin uh, before and then leave it to cool, uh, because even when it's doused in water, it's still not. Um, cool, uh, uh, and but you can pick it up uh, the next day.
2: Sure, absolutely. Matteo will be uh, heading straight uh, in the morning to the campus of the university at Odyssea, the greatest school in Thea, uh, and will be. Um, he will first head to if there is a, a main office. Uh, he will want to let th- uh, the headmaster, Marcel Nissois, know that he is here and uh, would like to have a meeting. As I am uh, tenured here, they always have a room for me uh, and a- I have access to their libraries. Um, so uh, in the time before whatever appointment I can get, uh, I would like to find a-, a book that can maybe help me uh, research this amulet that I've acquired or or a person, either way.
0: Yeah, there is most certainly many a book here um, about Numenari artifacts. There's even a handful that are specifically about Patnia Agratera. Um, so uh, those will be your best bet. Um, you find the books, and, and not none of them have the exact information you want altogether, but In concert, they get you the information that you need. Your uh, meeting with uh, Marcel Nissois, uh, a professor that actually taught you at university, at your university, um, and who who has now been elevated to the head of this university, is uh, enjoying the banter of the festival as... uh, Uh, So he will uh, be returning to the school in the early uh, evening, late afternoon before uh, the uh, evening and night festivities uh, commence. Perfect. So you have all that time to figure out exactly what your amulet may do. Bastian and uh, Captain Kirill, what are you up to this morning?
4: Uh, Bastion recommended, I believe it was a winery, where uh, we may be able to have some fun with stuck-up duelists.
0: Yes,
1: exactly. That is the entire point of the first day, is to get under people's skin. Uh, The saying of the day is, a stranger is just a friend you have not met yet. Uh, so you can make alliances, you can make enemies, you can pu- make public displays so that people will be more likely to wash your duels be- because there is already an established rivalry. Anything. It's, uh, words are our swords today.
0: Uh, yeah. So, uh, you head up to the wineries, uh, which have all set up patios for everyone to sit at in a big sort of open square, uh, at the front of the castle gate, um, and spills a little bit into the castle. Um, uh, so there isn't a single person who can't see another person if they don't want to. (laughs) Um,
1: I will look around. Do I, do I recognize any of the faces around here?
0: There are a few you recognize, and um, some of them you are very happy about, and others maybe not so much.
1: That is usually the case during the festival.
0: So, of course, it is um, impossible not to see um, Gersemi Strombe, um, Gutbrand's mother, uh, sitting sort of... At the, at the center of the festivities uh, With a perfect view of everything that's happening As the Master of Ceremonies, obviously She's there uh, to start the day uh, Which, by the time you get up there, has already happened uh, She is accompanied by uh, the Odyssean um, governor And also uh, the uh, coordinator of the, uh, of the Festival of Swords
1: in that case, I think I will go straight to greet her, as it has been some time since I've seen her, and I would like to let her know that her son is in town.
0: She's uh, incredibly busy, as everyone is paying homage and in, in angling for a token. Um, but uh, she, when she sees you, uh, she her. She actually grins um, instead of uh, the polite smile she's been giving most people. And uh, she uh, happily greets you um, and is glad to hear the good news of her son's well-being. She was a little nervous. She thanks you for taking care of him um, and tells you to come see her tomorrow.
1: Of course. I I would not miss it. Uh, This is not a challenge, is it? (laughs) Uh,
0: She tells you, of course, she's not participating. uh, But instead... um, has something for you.
1: I am. I am looking forward to it. Uh, I and I. I'm, I'm like looking at all the people who are trying to also talk to her while I'm talking to her, and I'm not going to take up much more of her time. I, I uh, let her know that I will. Uh, I will send Goodbrand her her way once he is done.
0: She nods as her attention is pulled to the next person.
1: All right. Well, first things first. Let's get some wine. Uh,
0: as you say that, your eye is caught by a man with a long sword. Uh, and uh, bright blue eyes and a shock of thick blonde hair um, and he, uh, he's already sitting at a table uh, and he, he uh, waves you over
1: I, I, I uh, say ah for this man Wine will have to wait. He will never let me leave it down if I do not say hi. Uh, and I take the Capitan over towards the table.
0: Uh, as you get closer, you realize that he has a bottle of wine from every winery sitting on his table.
1: <laughs> this is why we go to him when he invites us. I think I am going to like this one. <laughs> you will. This is Roland Blackwell. Uh, Roland, this is uh, Capitan Kirill tikven Charmed.
0: Charmed to make your acquaintance captain. Sir, are you participating this year or have you finally given up?
1: <laughs> oh, uh, Roland, Roland, of course I am participating. I look forward to taking a token from you later on in the week.
0: You may try, my friend, but goodwill win out, of course. I no sit- villain like you could ever beat me. <laughs> you lose every year to, well, someone, not usually me, but I still have fun.
1: <laughs> I uh, I grab a bottle and I hand it to the Capitan and then I pour myself a glass of wine. <laughs> I drink straight from bottle.
0: This tickles him.
1: <laughs> uh, and I sit back and I go... Uh, tell me, I, who else is here of any, uh, of any interest?
0: Well, there are two who I think you'd be keen to hear about. I've, of course, been here for a week. We got in early and paid our way through because the dock workers are insufferable. I'm sure you are waiting. Um, of course, Henri is here.
1: Ah, of course. He will always try to take, uh, to best me. It is amusing to see him try.
0: I cannot wait for, I suppose, as we've laid it out now, you to take a token from me and him to try to take a token from you. If you let him, I'll take it back. Sounds good to me. All right. <laughs> this is lovely. Um, also, and much more dour, Felipe Santiago has entered the tourney this year.
1: I set down the glass. Uh, A little more stony in the face, but still festive. I go, ah, you know, I had to run in with him uh, not too long ago in Veston.
0: I heard. He won't shut up about it.
1: Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I... Says
0: you used a witch. (laughs) (laughs) He is not wrong. (laughs) Really? Do you have a witch friend? Was she good? Ah, he
1: is... All
0: right. (laughs) Was he good?
1: (laughs) He is one of the best uh, uh Valaskals that I have ever met. Are you talking about Gulbrand? Ah, uh, yes, we are talking about Gulbrand. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry, my friend. Um of course, please, Captain, tell me of your ship.
4: Oh, the iceberg. She is a very good vessel. The silent is the grave. And sturdy enough to sailing dangerous waters others won't.
0: How charming. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you'll be coming tonight to the Fete.
1: No doubt, of course.
0: And do you have a date? Someone to bring along as a companion, perhaps? Because I hear there is someone here who you would love to meet.
1: I raise an eyebrow and go, I am always willing to meet someone, like they say. A stranger is just a friend you have not met yet.
0: Well, I hear she is a protector of uh, the university's first daughter. And uh, nobody can get near her. For God's sake, I've tried. For Theo's sake, I've tried. And uh, I hear the the bodyguard is someone you know. And I would love for you to run interference.
1: Uh, Who is the bodyguard?
0: I only know that she's got a bright... Red shock of hair, and fr- is from the Highland Marshes. And of course those marches are insufferable, but um, I hear you know her.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I know a young woman who would murder you for saying this.
1: I are
0: they one and the same?
1: <laughs> they are not too dissimilar, in fact. Uh, I believe you are referring to uh, Isabel McAllister, yes. No. I do know her. The woman. Yes, the very same.
0: How bloody brilliant. Do not go there without me. You mustn't.
1: <laughs> um, she is going to be there tonight at the... That is what I've heard. I may need to bring my sword.
0: <laughs> There's no dueling. How dare you say that you might cheat?
1: <laughs> we look stony faced at each other for a moment and then we laugh.
0: <laughs> <sighs> I have missed you, my friend. I wish that we could get together more often than once a year.
1: Yes, unfortunately, our paths rarely cross, what with you hosting all your fancy parties in Avalon, never really leaving the luxury estate that you live on.
0: No, why would I? Exactly. Consorting with witches, (laughs) pirates and whatnot. No offense, pirates are charming until they try to steal from you. Um,
4: I'd take another bottle of wine.
1: (laughs) But uh, uh, there is no point to today if it is just to talk to old friends. Uh, I must go out there and try to make some enemies.
0: Oh, well, you have a few already. People have heard that uh, the ma- our master, our illustrious master of ceremonies ha- knows you. Watch out, people are gunning. <laughs> Let them try. I will. Then I'll take it from them because it will be far easier. <laughs>
1: uh, I stand up uh, and shake his hand. Mm-hmm. Roland, I will see you again very shortly.
0: Uh, I shall be offended if we do not cross paths again.
1: Uh, And uh, I go, uh, Capitan? A Pleasure to meet. Thank you for the
4: wines. I take another bottle.
0: (laughs) A gift for you. Uh, Also, don't have the wine from La Estada de Caballo? Wretched. Good to know. Cheers. Adios. He remains seated as a wave of people come and sit next. He chats for a while and then they leave and he stays there. Bottles of wine are brought to him. He pushes one aside.
1: There is a chance we do not see him tonight because he will be completely in the floor. (laughs) (laughs) A little elitist, but he seems nice. Oh, definitely. But a great man to have at the party. Excellent with that longsword, too. It is not just for show.
0: Good brand. Yes. You have made your new bread tin. Ooh,
3: it is perfect. I had a little bit of trouble with the interchangeable litte Merke, but I think I've worked it out. Uh, and I thank the, um, thank the blacksmith, and I uh, am on my way to find my brother and the good captain.
0: Uh, they're not that hard to find. Everyone is sort of gathered in this. Everyone who's participating in the festival is sort of gathered um, in the main street and then also going up to the uh, castle. It takes you almost no time except travel time to find them. Um so- Captain Carol stands out as always.
4: I see Goodbrand uh, coming up the way and abruptly end conversation very rudely with some random duelist uh, to go third and welcome him. <laughs> 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 Captain, it is very good to see you. Welcome, welcome. Uh, there is very good wine at many of these tables. Uh, no one seems to stop you. I see. I see. You have already had quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong.
3: I have some catching up to do. Then that's good news. Well, here, take this
4: one. I hand him one from um, from Roland's table,
3: uh, and I use my knife to push the cork in and begin drinking on the street. And uh, Bastian, have you made any enemies so far?
1: uh none none so fear uh, none that are considered fierce enough at the moment uh apparently uh my friendship with your mother has uh uh not ingratiated me to these people. They all think that if they take me down a peg, it will prove something about themselves.
0: The person you turned away from to talk to Goop Brand goes. Tuh! I will kill you. Uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, of course. I've already forgotten your name. Uh, Such a
3: creative threat, too. Oh, I will kill you. Oh, yes. That is the exact point of this festival, isn't
4: it?
1: (laughs) Um, Good, Brando. I must tell you, uh, you may want to uh, not wander off alone. Uh, Felipe Santiago is going to be attending the festival today er, (laughs) or this week. Oh dear old Felipe made it. Uh, well, looking forward to that meeting, I suppose. Uh, apparently he blames you particularly for oh. his defeat in Veston. You did just as much work to foil him as I did. Yes, but he can blame it on witchcraft if you are the if you are involved. What is the story of this person? Oh Felipe Santiago. He is a a low down, cruel cheat of a man. Uh, not the kind that you would like, mm-hmm. who uh, was invested in uh, smuggling stolen artifacts, uh, but not in the way that you like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for nefarious men. And uh, Brand and I were uh, tasked by the Explorer Society to uh, to make sure that the artifacts made their way back to the proper museums.
3: Yes, in fact, I believe that was our first mission together.
1: It was yes. We I I have been living up there for a few months, and uh, uh, that is when uh, Goodbrand and I really started to click. I had no idea he was Explorer Society. Uh, and I really did not know the full extent of your magic <laughs> magic abilities. <laughs> uh, but uh, Felipe Santiago, I've crossed paths with him a few times. He is always trying some uh, half cocked caper or another, and uh, I am constantly uh, stopping him. And uh, he likes to hold a grudge.
4: <laughs> I will keep an eye out. It is always fun to foil fellow smugglers' tricks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Um. So you find out about just about everything you think that you can from, um, the, uh, books about, uh, Patnia Agratera because she was the goddess of the hunt, warfare, and wisdom. Um, her elite warriors, uh, were those that embodied all three. Uh, and she gifted them with amulets that, um, signified that they were the pinnacle of uh, the Numenari experience. And it was said that her best warriors were also wise enough to protect themselves instead of simply um, riding into battle full of rage and ire. So, uh, as far as you can glean from the texts and the stories, uh, part of the reason that they were so elite and they were so long lived is that as long as, uh, they were following the tenets of, uh, Patnia Agratera, the amulet actually gave them a measure of protection so that they may be the fiercest warriors and they may be the best hunters. Um, and, uh, and, uh, those, both those elite, that elite order and uh, the amulets were lost to time.
2: Ah, and I know what these precepts were, yes?
0: Yes. Uh, loyalty in battle. Honor in the hunt. Generous with wisdom.
2: Precepts that are perhaps difficult for me to strive for, but not impossible, I suppose. Um, and... Uh, if my meeting with uh, the headmaster is coming up soon, I will actually bring these books with me. Sure. And I head up to the headmaster's office.
0: You have an appointment. They let you in. Uh, he's uh, working on miscellaneous paperwork, as far as you can tell, um, missives and and. and letters that he's responding to uh, as you enter. Uh, it looks like he's neglected his work for the day and it has piled up on him.
2: <laughs> Headmaster I uh, Sorry, of course, to bother you at this time. I know it's busy with all the revelry going on. Matteo di Caligari, you remember me, I think.
0: But of course I remember you.
2: Ah, well, it it is good to see you. Congratulations on being elevated to headmaster.
0: And congratulations on your tenure. I never believed that uh, anything else would happen.
2: Ah, well, thank you very much. Uh, but I was hoping there was something you could help me with. And I, I uh, slam all my uh, books on his desk. Uh, not aggressively, but, mm-hmm. like, uh, I want him to know, like, what I've been researching. Like Sure. You know, like, on casual inspection, he will know what I've been up to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually looking for a friend of mine, uh, an old study partner. Uh, you may remember uh, Amboise Rousseau?
0: Of course I remember him.
2: Yes, I I have not seen him in a while. And uh, I always thought we could collaborate after our graduation. But we went our separate ways initially, him to his path and I to mine. But uh, I heard uh, from a friend of a friend that he was uh, seeking artifacts of historical significance. And I have been doing the same, I say, pulling out the amulet uh, of Fadnia Agrotera and letting it Uh, drape and dangled down my neck so that uh, he sees it do you know where he is what he's been doing if he's still finding artifacts
0: Uh, I believe so he has a retainer for the university Uh, he is always sending me artifacts to examine he is uh, um, trying very hard for of course tenure and approval
2: Uh, can I read him?
0: sure um, go ahead and roll, uh, is there, there's not insight. It's empathy. 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 Uh, yeah. Wits and empathy.
2: Uh, I have, uh, two bonus dice against members of an institution. I have, uh, four raises and one remainder.
0: You take his words at, at face value. Sure. He doesn't, he might be hiding something, but there's no way for you to know. All right. This is a practiced bureaucrat.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Uh. He sends icon. He uh, he sends artifacts for your uh, approval. Uh. Has he sent anything of interest recently? Uh, I I just have been uh, trying to keep up with his work. He's a difficult man to find when he's on the move.
0: This is something I believe. Uh, he is always. Uh, trying to find the nest, next brightest, shiniest object. Uh, he has no discipline for a deep dive into a single thing. Of course, the things uh, you may look at the things he sends to me. I have not appraised most of them. Uh, they are worth something, but... Um,
2: uh, well... As you recall, this uh, this archaeological uh, appraisal it happens to be one of my specialties. If you would like my help while while I am in the city, I would be more than happy to help you out here. Uh,
0: but of course, uh, next door there is a large number of um, I, I think almost fifteen artifacts I have not yet gotten to. He he sends them with regular fre- frequency in order to. I don't know, gain my trust. He is a very valuable asset to uh, the university. He brings us money when we sell these objects. Uh, but um, he is nowhere near your acumen. Ah,
2: well, thank you, of course, headmaster. I-, I would be delighted to take a look.
0: He produces a key. Uh, would, are you busy right now?
2: No, not particularly. I take the key.
0: Uh, excellent um, Jeanette will uh, make sure you leave the key uh, as you leave um, she is just right outside should you need anything I will be returning to the party my uh, uh, mon fille uh, uh, Caroline is uh, attending uh, the fete tonight and I want to make sure she does not get into trouble
2: ah yes Caroline uh, well the best of luck to you. And he leaves. <laughs> uh, sure. I will uh, take my books, tuck my amulet back under my shirt, and um, uh, find Jeanette and this room full of Ampoise's artifacts. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. So she takes you to a glorified broom closet mm-hmm. that's not dusty because he's, he sends things with regular frequency, but is certainly... There there are letters accompanying each and every one of these, and uh, none of them have been opened. Oh, wow. Um, they're uh, in very... They're, at first glance, they're in varying degrees of um, antiquity and also worth, both in historical significance and in value. It's no small collection. Amboise has been extremely busy, and by the looks of it, all over the place. Um. Uh, yeah, so you are welcome to uh peruse and study these items as, as you will
2: uh, none of them are the icon, correct
0: none of them are the icon of
2: course not <laughs> uh, This is confusing to me as uh, uh i I just wondered why Amboise would let these things uh, would pass these things on to the university for a pittance if at first, I thought the headmaster was hiding something, uh, but i didn't notice anything suspicious about him um, so I suppose I will uh, take a look at these artifacts and see if there's anything strange about them or, or whatever I can uncover uh, to solve this mystery I definitely want to inspect their authenticity for sure and uh, probably I will try to read those letters as well
0: Sure. Uh, you, uh, the three of you on the streets what are you up to?
1: Edie's uh, dark now
0: uh, it is getting there, yes. it It is definitely dusk.
1: When is this party supposed to be? Uh, we have time.
0: Yeah, you have a little bit of time. It's
1: not imminent. The party is in exactly an hour and 17 minutes. Thank you, Goodbrun. You're quite welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: feel like I should probably get there for the party.
1: If, uh, if I've run around and talked to some people, made some friends, made some enemies, made some frenemies, uh i will uh I will actually at a certain point be like, "I do believe uh it may behoove us to go to the Jenny's hall briefly uh they out of all the Jenny halls in in the world obviously the the one in Odyssey uh knows me very well um and I would like to see if perhaps they might be able to help us find our wayward crew
4: Ah uh, sure, the, this is a good idea,
1: yes uh so i will uh i will pull myself away from the uh from the tables around the ri- wineries uh uh looking back at it soaking the image for a minute i only get to do this once a year uh and then i will uh i will go to the jenny's hall uh to uh uh talk to them
0: okay um, do you guys stay out in the festival or or um or do you go with Bastion? Have you accomplished anything this afternoon? Other than drinking?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kirill has done a good amount of drinking. Uh, a good amount of sort of uh, studying silently the uh, the opponents that Bastion speaks with. Uh, any that seem less than friendly towards him, Kirill marks mentally. <laughs> uh for now, uh, absolutely, we should find the uh, lockman grip. Kiru feels partially responsible, uh, and the Jenny Hall seems like a good lead.
3: A good friend has just been out in the streets, starting to drink, and he's noticing that nobody is very nice to each other. Uh, he has like barely run into a couple of people, and they've made a big show of being offended and upset. And uh, it just made me very uncomfortable. I'm not being. I'm not used to people being upset with me so i feel like i would be uncomfortable alone and i follow bastian along to the jenny's hall
0: yeah carol you've definitely um noted a few people like uh not unlike the guy who spat at bastian um who seems inferior and without honor and maybe just shouldn't yes. shouldn't really get the privilege of uh, of fighting in this in this um
4: this is festival. brown mustache i remember brown mustache. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh and there are there are a handful of other people that certainly uh seem that way um uh yeah so you you guys um go to uh the jenny's hall and are greeted by your good friend uh luciana
1: luciana my dear it's good to see you again
0: oh bastian uh, what I, I was hoping you would stop by, uh, what is it that we can do for you?
1: Um, unfortunately, uh, I have, um, uh, dire business to, uh, to attend to here tonight. Um, I am uh, part of a ship crew and, uh, two of our, uh, people have been kidnapped. I was hoping any of your, of your, uh, uh men or women who have, uh, a good understanding of the surrounding area and the uh, notable players might be able to help us. I have a good description of the kidnapper.
0: Uh, of course. Um, this is uh, unfortunately a, a thing that happens quite often around the festival, especially people who are sailing in the, uh, the pirates, they attack and uh, take people for their own workers. Um, uh, who, who, who has been taken?
1: I describe um, uh, Locom and Grep, uh, and then I also describe the, uh, the pirate captain who uh, took them, uh, and I don't think I saw the actual person who took, the crew member who took, uh, took Locom and Grep. Did uh, a captain, uh, a, a good brand, did either of you get a good look at that person?
3: Not I, Unfortunately. I was firing the cannon. I don't imagine that I did.
1: So we are uncertain as to who the ca- uh, who the kidnapper is. But assuming he is loyal to the Capitan who escaped, uh, perhaps finding the Capitan helps us find and Uh And I also described the strange uh, ability that the Capitan uh, showed, which at first seemed like porte magic uh, from Montaigne, but there was no blood involved. He just seemed to. Cut a hole in the world, walked through it, and it sealed right up. And from what I, my cursory understanding of how Porte works, uh, it involves blood, and this did not. So that was strange to me. I'll also describe the sheep.
0: Uh, she uh, is horrified that children have been taken, teenagers. Yeah, Young people.
1: Anyone who is 16 or younger is basically a child. <laughs> <laughs> My ears are burning. It's <laughs> <laughs> very
2: strange. Uh,
0: typically, uh, she would either require coin or um, a favor in order to be able to just put a bulletin out over the network, um, so to speak. Um, but because it's children, it's they're willing to do it. Um, uh, w- willing to t- take payment only if they're successful, um, of course. But um, I I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, this is uh, an English man named uh, Seamus O'Kelly. He is a ruthless pir- pirate. Um, he uh, he throws uh, the waters of Widow's Bay frequently, and um, the uh, the widow's cry is actually his ship. Which it sounds like you have disabled? He is not his ship anymore. The Widow's Cry too is something I fear. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he has long been rumored uh, for disappearing him and his uh, fellow crew. They say he feeds 20 or more and only steals. There is no hunting involved. He is a, he is a ruthless, murderous, villainous pirate.
1: Well, that is extremely good. Uh, that all lines up with what we saw, and uh, it's good that you have heard of him. It seems like it is possible that uh, he uses these coasts as uh, as his uh, as his home on land. Uh, and if that is the case, then perhaps we can find our wayward children.
0: There is one thing I must tell you though um, which is only a rumor one we have not even been able to substantiate at all um, and that is that he works is paid for by la inquisition
1: ah well if there is ever a reason uh, to hate the inquisition this is just another one <laughs> It's added to the list of reasons.
0: So, though I do not know and I do not have news of your lost children, um, if I were to begin looking without any evidence whatsoever, I would look to Vatican City.
1: Um, And I don't suppose you have any jennies in the Vatican City, do you? Uh, Seems like men of the cloth might prefer your company.
0: Uh, we try, but um, they—they must be incredibly careful. It is only for the most deft or the most devout of us.
1: Fair enough. If—if uh, if you hear anything, I will be in town, of course, for the next few days for the festival. And come see me. I will. I have missed you. I have missed you as well, and I give her a kiss on the cheek.
0: Hmm. But who are your friends? I've been so rude. (laughs) Uh, And you make introductions. Um, And, uh, Matteo. Yes. Uh, All of these artifacts are genuine. They're all real, hmm? Um, And um, the letters, which you opened, uh, give you quite a glance into Amboise's um, drives. It is, uh, of course, all... Veiled in uh, service to the university. Um, but uh, the uh, the first letter comes with um, congratulations on your new tenure. I thought this would look great in your office kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they become more desperate. Um, Please send my regards. Uh, enclosed is also this necklace. Please pass it along. I hope one day to prove my worth to you. It that kind was. of thing. was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh uh I begin to feel very bad for ambroise um truth be told uh and um I fold the letters back up and i uh take this all into consideration as i uh give the key back to jeanette and um oh uh i uh I should get to that party um where would they be? The Jennies, <laughs> And, uh, and I depart the university to go find my friends.
0: Um, if you guys stay a while at the Jennys Hall, um, uh, Mateo walks in,
1: um. How is your, uh, how was your trip to the university? Uh,
2: some fruitful, some not. Um, I did find out what my, uh, amulet does and what it is for, uh, and I didn't get him very much information about what Apoise is up to other than that he is a kind of a sad boy
1: <laughs> that was not the strongest insult you've come up with for him no
2: because it's not really an insult at all the the uh, the mountains of priceless artifact he is sending to the university um, just for uh, a bit of recognition. It is kind of unfair that he has received almost none. So it doesn't seem as though there's anything...
3: uh off-the-books happening? It, he's just trying to gain favor
2: with the university? Uh, to the best of my understanding, yes. He, he may have fallen in with this uh, um, callous crowd just maybe because he thinks they can uh, advance his uh, his academic um, standing, but that is all I can think of. Uh, I, he may not be the biggest threat to us at, at the moment, rather... Uh, Someone behind him is pulling his strings. Now I feel bad for how unkind we've been to him this far. He was kind of a dick to us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You remember when he stole our artifact. We still
2: do need to get that back from him, but perhaps he is more reachable than I thought. Well, let's
1: hope we have not burned that bridge then. Well, we do have a party to attend to.
2: That's right, yes. Uh, I thought I should join you. I I didn't want to spend all day locked in a a beautiful, gorgeous university library. (laughs) Yes, but I am out of there now, and I am coming with you.
1: Uh, That is good. Uh, I do need to go home and change, uh, and I do so. Uh, And I'm going to wear my best clothes. If Isabel is going to be there, uh, (laughs) I will wear my best clothes, and... um, And I will bring my sword if Isabel is going to be
0: there. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Uh, Do you brief your companions on who you're expecting there?
1: Not about Isabel. Uh, Bastian, you're looking very nice. Well, it is a party. Hmm, Okay. Um, But uh, I do, I do, uh, uh, Mateo, um, uh, I do feel him in on the fact that uh, I don't know if Felipe Santiago will be here. Um, but uh, if he does, he may try to start problems with goodbrand or myself uh, if if a man named Henry Masson come, or Henri Masson uh, tries to talk to you, uh, do not worry. he is pitiful uh, <laughs> He is a pitiful swordsman, and uh, uh, that's that's where I leave it. I do not mention Isabel. Uh, though I, I suppose I might mention to uh, uh, Matteo that the uh, you know the daughter of the headmaster of the university is going to be there.
2: Uh, I have heard. I was talking to the headmaster himself earlier today. His daughter is a very
1: smart girl. Well, perhaps you will be lucky enough to uh, exchange a few words with her. Oh, I'm sure I will. Possibly get a dance? What? Well, I mean, she is a very smart woman. You are a very smart man. You two seem to like the same things. So I just think... You know, based on her reputation, perhaps uh, you and her could hit it off.
2: Oh, no. yes, I'm sure we will be great friends.
1: I exchange a look with uh, Gubran and I go, well, it's a start.
3: <laughs> you know, all nobles know how to dance. I think they're required yes, to learn it. Of course so. I know how to dance. Maybe this one he will actually enjoy. Well, well I didn't say I enjoyed the dancing. <laughs>
4: Maybe this one will be different. We will see. <laughs> I would tell you to open up, but I am afraid what I would find.
1: <laughs> and we go to the party.
0: Your mother, of course, helps, like, straighten everything. Uh, she can't help but fuss over you. Um, this is a very, like, typical tradition that you have between the two of you.
1: I am very appreciative of her input. I will take her recommendations on which cloak to wear. <laughs> uh, that kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and she she tells you you look very handsome.
1: Uh, gracias, madre. <laughs>
0: Uh do your friends need um apparel? I'm sure I could find Oh,
1: maybe you can some... get one of my old outfits for Mateo. Oh, I promise. Oh, yes, I kept <laughs>
0: everything my... from when you were a small boy here. Well, I don't <laughs> She she rustles around for stuff and then she Whistle. comes out with a actually a pretty nice um fencer's outfit. Uh formal fencer's outfit.
2: Well, well it, it might be Two decades out of fashion, but it doesn't look
1: bad. That's the one I uh, was wearing when I won the Hoven Promessa.
0: I know. Maybe you you could uh, win as well. (laughs) Here, try it on, try it on. I insist. Uh,
2: If she insists, um, I am very weak to uh, guilt from mothers (laughs) at this point in my career. And uh, I will will put it on.
0: Okay. Uh, It... Fits rather well.
2: I, I, um uh,
1: apparently we are similar uh, in, uh, the body type. Well, I was 11 when <laughs> I wore that last. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh, uh Mateo,
2: like, collapses. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I, I affix, um. My dress sword to the to the belt here, and I'm like, Well, uh, when at the festival of swords, do
1: as the duelists do exactly. And I slap him on the back. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and your uh, mother rushes you off as you'll be late otherwise.
1: Of course, of course. <laughs> Goodbye, mama. And I give her a kiss on the cheek, uh, and I uh, I give my father a hug and a kiss, mm-hmm. uh, and then um. Yes, I I lead them to... uh, Where is this party being held at? Is it in the castle? It's in the castle. Excellent. We go to the castle on the cliff. Uh,
0: So you're heading there, uh, and um, people are actually setting up stalls for tomorrow. Um, So the party is almost exclusively for the participants and uh, and non-vendors, as the vendors are now setting up because the, the festival again starts at dawn. As you are walking up the hill, a line of people uh step out in front of you. Their faces are shrouded. They don't they don't have weapons drawn or anything like that.
1: I uh I saw,
4: obviously. I mean, do they look ragged or professional?
0: They look fairly professional. Suspiciously there's no one else around. Um and uh, their their like gray cloaks kind of like billow softly in the wind, uh, and uh, the um, man in the middle uh, flips a coin to you, Gudbrand,
3: and Gudbrand catches it
0: uh, and says, "Your uh, guide you uh, the way of Ecarila,"
3: and Gudbrand bows and says, Ekarila, keep your path straight."
0: We have been informed that you may have found evidence of the word, and we have come to ask if you would share it.
3: Uh, it is my duty, of course. I have not made my way to the chapter house
1: yet. Mateo, what is going on? They are speaking in Veston.
2: Oh, Yes. These are part of uh, Goodbrand's order, the Seekers of the Word of Ekerila. They are mm, friends of the Explorers' Society.
1: They've had a few dealings with them, obviously. (laughs) Uh,
2: And Goodbrand presents to them
3: uh, the book, uh, Sirenith Songs and Hymns, and uh, I remove the silver ribbon from it and I hand it to them.
0: Thank you, Goodbrand, Strandevela. We are in your debt.
3: Uh, In any way I can serve...
0: You should cast the bones. Your friends have interesting fates.
3: I shall do so. And I look at my friends with a curiosity.
0: You look at them, and when you look up, they're gone.
3: I hate when they do that. A happy festival to you. <laughs>
4: Are they going to pay you for that?
3: Uh the relationship with the seekers of the word is more informational than transactional? So. No, they are not going to pay him for that. <laughs> Thank you for translating Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> Secret societies. <laughs> and uh I uh pass the ribbon back to um back to Bastion and say, I suppose I won't be needing
1: this anymore. I how do they know how to find us? And I put the ribbon in my pocket. <laughs> Apparently have their ways. Gutbrand,
2: what did he mean? We have interesting fates. I can tell you, I don't know
3: yet, but I will be spending some time uh, with the uh, with the bones to find out.
0: Um, you make your way to the party, um, and uh, at the doors, your uh, your mother is actually waiting uh, to greet you, Gutbrand, and she. Uh, embraces you and uh, then uh, shakes Bastian's hand and uh, says, I have been waiting for you.
3: Yes, Mother, it is very good to see you. Uh, I am sorry it took so long to come to you.
0: Unfortunately, your father had to stay. Um, so I'll be needing a dance partner.
3: My father could not find a replacement to run the merchant's guild.
0: Unfortunately not.
3: To run, I should just specify, to run the Strandevela Merchant's Guild?
0: Unfortunately, unfortunately not.
3: Well, I suppose I might remember one or two moves of the uh, first dance of Ligestra.
0: Uh And uh, she smiles that sort of like, what you've come to associate as mischievous, <laughs> but uh, and Bastion has come to associate with fun. <laughs> uh, and uh, she... Bastian
1: internally swoons <laughs>
0: uh, as her nose kind of crinkles, uh, and uh, you guys go into the party. Oh.
1: See, see,
2: good brand. Her heart is not icy for everyone. <laughs> I say in Faen, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by John Wick Presents. 7C is a trademark of John Wick Presents. For more information, go to www.johnwickpresents.com.